Hello and welcome. I'm James Atkinson and this is Truth Wars, the show where we bring you the latest unbiased, uncensored and completely unfiltered news. So today I'm going to kick off with a little rant of my own because things have been bubbling under the surface a little because I'm tired of seeing these fucking arrogant boosty boys who are jabbed up to their woke fucking eyeballs piping up about us being right wing Trumpers who just love to ignore the science. Well, I have a question for you. Why is it that I only ever see vaccinated people fighting for the vaccine injured? It's never the triple booster crew. Completely silent. Deadly silent. Is it arrogance? Is it embarrassment? Who knows? I mean, I'd be pretty fucking embarrassed myself if I was the one manipulating my own family and friends into taking a poisonous fake vaccine that's been produced by fucking criminal enterprises and then telling them it's all to protect granny. Do me a favour. And what else did he say? You're selfish if you don't get the jab. Well, let me tell you. Granny can get fucked. Fucker. I'll pop a piss bag and push the bitch over before I let anyone stick that poison in my body. And I like grannies. Anyway, now that's off my chest. In other news, WEF confession. Water crisis will succeed in establishing world government where COVID and climate change failed. <laughs> Hey, straight from the New World Order playbook. A clip from the WEF's Davos meeting last year, which received little attention at the time, but is now going viral, shows WEF spokesperson Professor Mariana Mazzucato lamenting how COVID and climate change failed to bring about a world government before insinuating that a fucking water crisis will be the catalyst that imposes a world government upon humanity. So, without further ado, let's take a look at this little gem of a clip and see what this little lunatic has to say on the matter, shall we? That's also, of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbour is on our street, in our city, in our region, in our nation, and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So, highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective but also the self-interest perspective because it is it does have that parallel it's not only important but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems with, which had similar attributes and water is something that people understand you know climate change is a bit abstract some people understand it really well some understand it a bit some just don't understand it water Every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really, in some ways, experimenting with this notion of the common good. Can we actually deliver this time in ways that we have failed miserably other times? And hopefully we won't keep failing on the other things, but anyway. There we go, folks. You don't need me to twist your arm into believing it that these people are partaking in a psychopathic cult. So without further ado, let's dive on deeper down the rabbit hole and see what sickness. 
let's just let's just move on because I, I <laughs> yeah there's there's too much to get through patrick valance brands boris as bipolar for actions during the pandemic now all this has been playing out all week and <laughs> if i didn't laugh i'd cry folks honestly so sir patrick valance we should all by now be familiar with old valance the same cunt that's got fucking ridiculous amounts of shares in i forget now moderna pfizer probably the fucking lot you only need to do a quick google to, to verify what i'm saying here no no conflicting interests at all and these people were allowed to dictate and to order restrictions on our life and to yeah anyway let's move on so patrick valance the government's chief scientific advisor during covid is accusing politicians of cherry picking the science apparently the diary he kept will be produced at the Haller inquiry so whom do you believe sir patrick used some pretty strong words to describe the former prime minister and incidentally a registered medical practitioner should not really use words such as bipolar as an insult but he did mental illness is no joke okay especially for those whose conditions were caused or triggered by the fucking three ronnie's restrictions so why did old patrick not resign if the government was running a mop with the advice two meters ruler six hands face fucking space night curfews see granny in the garden and christmas parties on the balconies what a fucking mess listen they mugged every last one of you off and they have faced zero accountability and zero consequences and i'm afraid people that's just the way it is and the way it will stay unless more people do one thing say no say no way more often than you've ever said no before because now no counts for more than it has ever counted for before and that is literally all it takes just say no get some fucking practice in okay it gets really easy i'm fucking double good at it now start saying no to the things that you really don't want to fucking do but you just agree to do to appease people okay how people feel get this through your fucking heads right how people feel by you saying no is not your burden to carry okay so that baby shower that you've been invited to <laughs> that 21st gender reveal party and yeah they go on now in this woke ass fucking life they are a thing believe me you so that 21st gender reveal party you've been invited to say no no thank you before you know it you're just gonna get so good at this to the point you'll be a fucking expert one day you'll be at my level okay <laughs> one day you will reach my level i promise you just take heed say no you'll get so good soon that you'll just say no and nothing fucking else no reason mic drop tackle right no half-arsed excuses the pathetic just say no a straight no and walk 
the fuck off. See ya. That's it. That's literally all it takes. All of a sudden, it's not so hard to say no to things like masks. And you're going to have to start to learn to fucking adapt to turning them yeses into a no. For fuck's sake. Because soon, you're going to have to. You're going to find yourself in a situation, okay, where you're going to need to say no to being locked down in your own home again. Because it's coming. You're going to need to say no to digital IDs. Because it's coming. Why do I know it's coming? I keep banging on about this and I'm going to go there again. Because they cannot roll out CBDCs in the proper fashion without digital identity. And everything is going to be linked to this, folks. Your healthcare, your education, your job history, your banking. Everything, guys. Everything. It is all... Listen, guys. This is coming whether you like it or not, okay? The only question is whether you're going to stand up to the tyrant class and grow some fucking balls, and stop being a spineless, manipulated cunt. Stop being manipulated, and bribed into things. Just grow a backbone, because it counts more now than it ever has been before. So yes, you're going to end up being manipulated and bribed into taking experimental fake poisonous vaccines. Oh, hang on, we've already been there, haven't we? <laughs> You're going to need to... You need to say no, people. And I know I sound frustrated, and that's because I I am so frustrated that people just roll over and bow down to this shit, this nonsense. And it's all... And people say, oh, it's all about the money. Right. And I used to be one of these people. Because you follow the money and you do get the answers. So I understand that. I understand why people think that way. But it goes deeper than that. Because you don't... It's not about the money. It's it's about the money. But it's about control. Because if you have control, you will have money. Vast amounts of money. Money is just a byproduct of ultimate control. You take control of your own life and you you watch the money flow towards you. Trust me. People are trying to take control of you and take control of your life. And they want you in a constant, consistent state of fear and anxiety. Because the elite satanic cult need their food. So we'll move on. Just to recap, guys, in case you missed that. You're going to need to say no more. And I'm not patronising you. I'm saying it from a place of frustration. And thankfully, I'm preaching to the choir with 95% of my listeners and my viewers. Because you, like me, do say no regularly. But there are so many that need waking up still. Still. Completely a sheep in the sleep like existent, so sheep, sheepy sleep like existence. Right, let's move on. Germany has thrown away <laughs> or donated, wait for it, 242 million COVID 19 <laughs> vaccine doses. Okay, yeah, the same ones you're paying for, fuckers. 
50 million more than is actually used. So, an interesting article in the German online magazine, Multipolar, on the many German COVID-19 vaccine profiteers also contains some very interesting observations on Germany's own COVID-19 vaccination orders. Author Carsten Montag notes that Germany has ordered some 672 million. That's some fucking number, isn't it? 672 million COVID vaccine doses. 557 million fake COVID vaccinations at the height of the pandemic under the then German health minister, Jens Spahn, and another 115 million under his successor, Karl Lauterbach. Karl Lauterbach. But Germany has only, in fact, used 192 million doses, as can be seen on the Ministry of Health's handy vaccination dashboard. Dashboard. Montag calculates that at the current relatively paltry vaccination rates in Germany, perhaps another 1 million doses will be used altogether by the end of this year. Just the 1 million. (sighs) But what then about the remaining 479 million doses that have been ordered? It begs the question, where the fuck are they? Well, don't worry guys, not all of them have in fact been delivered. But Montag notes that in response to a question from the member of the German Bunterstag Thomas Deitz, the German government has now admitted to discarding 114 million COVID-19 vaccine doses, which had reached their expiration date by August the 31st. And of donating another 128 million to other countries. How nice of them. Were they out of date as well? Fucking probably. Probably sent them to fucking Africa. This gives a total of 242 million COVID-19 vaccine doses, which the German government has either discarded or donated 50 million more than it has ever used. (sighs) Folks, look, the fact here is, The taxpayer is not just paying for these poisonous fake vaccines. They're paying for them two or threefold. Why? Well, they're paying for it two or three times over because they're funding the research as well as the actual production of said vaccines. They're also funding, it appears, the over-ordering of the vaccines. And they're now funding... The fucking disposal of the vaccines. Can't just throw them in the bin, guys. Not to mention, we're also funding the storage of the vaccines. We're funding it all. And if you think this is just Germany, you're sadly mistaken. This is just a little piece of information that's come to light. In Germany, it so happens. This is just... It just does not surprise me. And it shouldn't surprise you. So we move on. Oh, climate change. Climate change. What a hot topic. No pun intended. So, guys, this summer was not even in America's top ten hottest, say, scientists. 
the mainstream media continue to fall hook, line and fucking sinker for the tempting alarmist bait set by the urban heat corruptions. The Guardian said a record was set this year in the US city of Phoenix during a hellishly hot summer. Notice the language again, guys. The language, hellishly, alarmingly. It's just incredible, isn't it? They want you in fear and they want you in a constant state of anxiety and they use the controlled media to feed you this disturbed narrative to induce exactly that. So, a hellishly hot summer, guys, with the most hot days, with sorry, with most hot days over 110 degrees Fahrenheit. So the BBC's report on Phoenix took the opportunity to add that heat waves are becoming more frequent and more intense. There's those fucking buzzwords again. Because of human-induced climate change, of course, it's always human-induced, isn't it? It is often hellishly hot in the desert state of Arizona. And in fact, last summer was the warmest in Phoenix, going right back to 1933. But strip out the heat created in the ever-expanding concrete and tarmac metropolis, and it turns out that the area was only the 11th warmest on record. So, I've got some advice for you, for you lot, okay? Maybe they should take a leaf out of the British book of mass manipulation and collect some readings at airports. I don't know, maybe an airport with temperature measuring devices that you could maybe position and place only a few metres from powerful after-burning fucking military jets like you did. That should get you a few, uh, I don't know, much-needed degrees to nudge the cultist agenda along nicely. And in other news, expert doctor swears 100 million-plus Americans may have seriously damaged their heart due to COVID-19 vaccination. The vaccines are causing heart injury in at least 2.8% of people who receive the COVID-19 injections. And people, we know it's significantly more than that. According to Dr. Thomas Levy, a minimum of 7 million Americans now have hearts that have been damaged by COVID-19 vaccines. Vaccines. I have a funny feeling the chap who is speaking here is maybe going to either die, <laughs> maybe, or maybe even lose his job, his livelihood. Um, it wouldn't be a rarity for that to occur, would it? Let's face it. So I'm going to be following this chap very closely and everything else that he's got to say. So, although there's no way I've been certain at this time, he said. It's within the realm of possibility that over 100 million people in America have some degree of heart damage from the injections. Not myocarditis, so it's not even including myocarditis, this guy's, but heart damage that will be detectable with a troponin test. Pretty devastating. Dr. Thomas Levy is an American cardiologist and an attorney at law. He is contributing editor. This is a mouthful, guys. For the orthomolecular. Oh, I nailed that. 
Medicine News Service. I got a big word right. And serves as a consultant to Live On Labs. During an interview with Steve Kirsch on Tuesday, he discussed the effects <coughs> excuse me, the spike protein was having on heart on the heart. He has recently published an essay titled Myocarditis Once Rare, Now Common, which formed the basis of the discussion. In an article written after the interview, Kirsch highlighted another topic of discussion, which was heart damage in vaccinated pilots. Now this guys, this gets really fucking juicy. And I need you to pay close attention to what I'm about to say. Because this is this is big, big news. And it seems to be flying under the radar right now. I'm just going to backtrack there. So in an article written after the interview, Kirsch highlighted another topic discussed, which was heart damage in vaccinated pilots, as revealed in a change of Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, guidelines. In October 2022... The F and this is this is this is pivotal. The FAA quietly changed the ECG parameters, which stands for electrocardiogram. Any of you are familiar? I think we're all fucking familiar with heart terminology these days, aren't we? Parameters for pilots to accommodate people who have a cardiac injury, suggesting that the vaccine had been causing a huge number of pilots to fail their screening. Guys. They knew, they know, they know what is going on. And they know the parameters are shifting. They have shifted the parameters intentionally because they know it is damaging hearts. This is absolutely huge. In its updated guide for aviation medical examiners, the FAA widened... There it is, guys. They widened the fucking ECG parameters beyond the normal range from a PR max of 0.2. And they didn't widen the range by a little, Kirsch wrote. They widened it by a significant amount. So that when they're doing the testing, when they're doing the ECGs, they are within these parameters. So they are giving a false normal reading. All appears normal. Fits within the parameters. Well, they've widened the fucking parameters and it's far from normal. Everyone would be failing their medicals. They'd have no fucking pilots left. Because they're all fucking vaccinated and boosted up to the eyeballs. This is a tactic admission from the US government that the COVID vaccine has damaged the hearts of American pilots. Not just a few pilots. A lot of fucking pilots and a lot of fucking damage. You do not edit the parameters on an ECG electrocardiogram reading unless you are trying to hide heart damage. And that is exactly what has been done. The cardiac harm, of course, is not limited to pilots, as we know. My best guess right now, says Kirsch, is that over 50 million Americans sustained some amount of heart damage from the shot. Kirsch explained in his article detailing how he arrived at that estimate. Now, this is extremely, extremely important. And you can find the link to this article in the show description. So, whew, that, that, folks, is so important. That is literally, I don't know what more you need to see to understand 
that these fake poisonous vaccines are causing harm on a devastating and unprecedented scale. And we are, we're not, we have not even scratched the surface for what is to come. Scary. It's really, really scary. Now they're coming. After a small... <laughs> listen, listen, listen to this, guys. The First Amendment now is under attack. They're going after YouTubers now. Or anyone, for that matter. Who takes it upon themselves to film in national parks. And they're threatening them with fines... And up to six months in jail if they don't get a fucking permit. Which takes weeks in advance. Plus, it requires and must be accompanied by a $1 million insurance policy. <laughs> Anyone who think these fucking poor YouTubers has got, have got the budgets of Hollywood films. It's outrageous. Listen. These guys, they, nobody, this is not just YouTubers. You cannot film now in public spaces anymore. These are our, our national parks. Without the ability to film spontaneously, you cannot fully exercise freedom of speech. YouTubers spontaneously filming at national parks or protests at, or at a national mall did not get a permit first. Who did not get a permit first? And by the way, that is a very arduous process. And someone... The process itself requires you to obtain this $1 million insurance policy, a £1,000 fine, up to six months in prison. Look, in the modern world... The freedom to film is an essential part. It's not just freedom of speech, guys. Come on, wake up. This is a, it is an essential... It's a part of self-defence now. You have to be able to film yourself in order to protect yourself. It is an essential part. It is a form of self-defence now. And they want to take that away from you. It is that... It's that blatant. And isn't it so convenient? Guys, this is yet again another blatant attack. And we have to collectively say no. Pretty much everything I talk about, the book stops with us. We are the ones that have all the power. Us. You. Me. Our family. Our friends. We need to come together as one. Everything is designed to divide. And this is how wars are won. Divide and conquer. But if you're awake and you're aware, it makes everything that they're trying to bring in fall apart and crumble around them. We are the ones with the power. Each and every one of us. Please, say no. Thank you for watching. If you enjoy the show, please do rate the show and give it a share. Your support enables me to invest more time and more resources and ultimately, ultimately, it allows me to produce better content. Take care, guys.